Hi, Peter Borker here and welcome to today's edition of The Transition Guy. Now joining me in the studio today is Dr. Don. Welcome Dr. Don and Dr. Don is actually a expert in trauma and performance and I thought it would be really good to get Dr. Don on to today's episode given what's been going on in the world over the last 12 to 18 months. So welcome Doc. Thank you, Peter. I'm excited to be here. I love talking to the people in your audience, you know, CEOs, entrepreneurs. They can really benefit from learning how trauma and sometimes not big T trauma. It can even be, I termed a coin called emotional concussions, which are not like the big T traumas. They're the bumps that you get along the way. Um, you know, could even come from childhood, you know, a teacher that told you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough or those kinds of things. Those emotional concussions can also accumulate and affect the way that we operate. And they're with us all the time, aren't they? They are, but we can fix them. That's the interesting thing is what I really discovered through my own research was was really trying to help my wife and daughter who had experienced trauma. Uh, My wife lived in a very traumatic household with a very, very angry father. So she was constantly living in fear. And there was nothing I could do to stop it. Even though we had a really good life, things were going well for us. She wasn't able to enjoy it. She was always waiting for something to go wrong. And I kept saying to her, I said, like, why can't you just enjoy this? And she didn't really know consciously that she was doing it. She was just because as a child, every time something would go well, then her father could lose it and then it could go very bad. So her mind was protecting her about getting too excited about good times because chances are she was going to get hurt. And that keeps looping. And that's an interesting, so let's draw an interesting parallel with what's happening in the world today. How do you think that's playing out with sort of executives, CEOs and business leaders as we speak? I think COVID has been a game changer. Um, Because the number one fear for the human mind is uncertainty. And there's never been a more uncertain time, at least in our lifetime. You know, I know our our parents dealt with the wars and depressions and things like that. But that created uncertainty too. But this COVID has been an unbelievable event that we have nothing to compare it to. And we thought, actually, we thought that 0809 was going to be that once-in-a-lifetime event. Right. How wrong were we? Yep, yep. And this one is is almost worse because it's invisible. And how do you attack it? And so now, you know, they're trying to convince people this vaccine is going to do it and, and you're going to be able to just get through this. What I'm seeing is I think we're coming up to a tsunami of mental health issues. And here's why. We basically have, everybody's heard of the fight or flight response. There's a third response in that, fight, flight, or freeze. Freeze is another response used by, in particular, animals, but we do it as well. Freeze is when we go into sort of a lockdown. We just start trying to get through it. I don't know if you ever heard the stories, you know, of a woman on a plane. This happened, I think, a couple years ago where she fell asleep and she woke up to the guy physically assaulting her and did nothing. And then after she got off the plane, then she reported it. And people were like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why wouldn't you just yell and scream? There's lots of people on the plane that could have helped you. She had learned that helplessness 
from probably something that happened earlier in her life. Just get through this, get it over with. And that is actually a response that people use. You know, funny you should say that because that's something that I've seen happen more and more over the last 18 months, especially when like, the countries went into a lockdown. I saw businesses, and we all heard the word pivot in the last sort of, 18 months, but instead of making the change and actually doing the pivot that was needed, they were like glued to the TV set, watching a really bad movie mm-hmm. and waiting for the movie to be over so that things could then sort of go back to where they would normally, where they would normally be. Without That's the realization, crazy. actually, that we're never going to go back to the way things were. And that's that freeze. And people will start to come out of that freeze. And that's when we're going to see a lot of the mental health issues, you know, the anger, the frustration that's built about how did we get into this situation? Who's at fault? You know, why did this happen to me? All those things will start building. So when that freeze comes out, I think that's when we're going to really see this tsunami. So a lot of people think we're already in it. But what you're saying, we're not there yet. No. I think, I think the worst is yet to come because, like I said, fight or flight is an action-oriented kind of a thing, but freeze is as well. The animal world uses it very well. So if a, if a lion shows up, zebras will start to run, but some zebras will just freeze. And the purpose of that freeze is to get out of the reticular activating system of the lion. The lion is looking for movement. It's looking for the slowest zebra. So sometimes a good tactic is don't move because if you don't move, the lion doesn't pick you up because it's not looking for, it's looking for movement. You see that a lot of times in, in any kind of a situation where people will just freeze and they don't move, right? That's actually a response, fight, flight, or freeze. Those three are responses to threats. So we know this is going to happen. We know that this is coming. I suppose the question is going to be, what can, what can the audience do to start mitigating that and perhaps don't fall into that trap? The key is to be able to train your, your mind, your brain to regulate its nervous system. And we can do that. What I always, and if you read all the self-help books, they'll say the key to happiness is to stay present. But our minds don't necessarily work like that because we continue to loop right, through trauma. Trauma stays active in us until we get it resolved. So that was what happened to my wife. The reason she was in fear is that she was constantly looping through what happened to her as a child, which kept activating her nervous system, which then affected her health because she ended up with Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid disorder because her mind was constantly in this fight or flight state producing cortisol. My daughter ended up with Crohn's. And her Crohn's was basically inflammation. What I say is that when we have this unresolved trauma, physically it changes us. The cells will go into a cell danger response. The purpose of that is to protect the cell from anything penetrating the cell. So for my daughter, the inflammation showed up in her lower intestinal area. So a lot of people who've had trauma as children end up with autoimmune, IBS, Crohn's, colitis, a lot of that because of the trauma keeps looping, keeping new, those cells in an active inflamed state. Until the danger passes, right, it'll stay in that state. 
the problem for humans is we store information about events and experiences and it keeps activating the system. Now you work with people, don't you, to actually get through that? Yes. So I've worked with some of the most dramatic, and that's why the whole program I build is based on performance, but it was the genesis of it was learning how to address trauma because when you get trauma released, performance goes up. So I've worked with, you know, athletes, CEOs, you know, I also worked with the Boston Marathon bombing survivors who experienced uh, post-traumatic stress. Uh, Rebecca Gregory came in five and a half years after the bombing. She had very serious post-traumatic stress. She lost her left leg. She was three feet from the first bomb that went off. And um, she says, I have a terror nightmare every night. And so she came in to, to see me. She says, I heard about your program that you can eliminate that in four hours. And I says, yeah, because it's a glitch. Your mind keeps looping through that event, activating your nervous system. That's what post-traumatic stress is. So anything that looks like, sounds like, smells like that, the mind then starts looking at that old data and starts to activate a response to it. It's an error message. Now, that's also happening for executive CEOs, even from maybe a business failure. I had a gentleman in here yesterday who went through, uh, in 2015 and 16, a very, very bad business situation. He ended up having to declare bankruptcy. That is still affecting him. It is still having an effect, and he's having trouble because of the anxiety that keeps building. Because every time he gets into a situation that looks like, sounds like, smells like something he'd experienced before, his nervous system becomes engaged. And it's not supposed to. It's like and, I said, it's a glitch. And he gets anchored to that spot. Yep. yep. And if we've got multiple traumas, then we've got multiple anchors that make it very difficult, I suppose, to move forward. Yes. But the good news is we can fix it. So how do we fix it? It's, it's a process that I developed. We're going to actually, and here's a great way of explaining it. Only humans store explicit details about events and experiences. Your subconscious survival brain is fully present in the moment. But you have stored a tremendous amount of details about events and experiences in your life. So if I asked you what you ate for dinner last night, can you tell me what you ate for dinner? No, I've had to think about it. Yeah. But it was chicken. Yes, I can. Right. So as you thought about it, you looked up. So anybody watching this video will see that you looked up and you saw pictures, right, of the chicken or maybe where you were. Only humans store that kind of information. Animals don't store that. So because last night wasn't threatening or disturbing, it's stored as a fairly routine file. But had that event been a threatening event, your sight, your smell, your hearing would have been heightened. So you would have been in a very active beta brainwave state, taking in tremendous amounts of details about this event. And here's where the glitch comes in. Anytime your mind gets a reminder and starts looking at that old data because your mind's doing Google searches, what do we know about what's happening now? It starts looking at the old data from five years ago. When does it think that data is actually happening? Right now. All right. So it creates a nervous system response. That's the anxiety. That's the panic attacks. That's the post-traumatic stress that keeps showing up. What we do in our program, I take you through a four-hour program. I give you whole, all the science and education behind what I've learned. 
And what we're going to do is get your mind to take some of that old data that's been stored in high definition and reprocess it into the same format as what you ate for dinner last night. Right. Then it stops calling for the action. And it's that simple to do. And I can do that in basically a two or three minute technique. I worked with some, um, you know, really people who have experienced tremendous detail about kind of traumas. Like a, uh, a veteran who had to shoot and kill a 12 year old boy. And so when he started to try to talk about it, he just started sobbing. He was crying. And by the time we were finished, he could then describe it in complete detail. And he said to me, he goes, how did you do this? How am I able to talk about it now? And I said, well, because for eight years, your mind's been trying to get you not to pull the trigger. It thinks that there's an action required. There's no action required. It's just information. So if you're a business person who's had maybe even personal traumas or personal emotional concussions, your mind continues to activate your nervous system anytime something reminds it to look at that data. And as soon as you get that cleared up, performance goes up. It's that simple. Because the cells come out of a cell danger response, which on a physical standpoint, improves health. So after we got my daughter's trauma resolved, she hasn't had a Crohn's flare up. Because her immune system kicked back in and her neurotransmitters kicked back in. So actually a lot of the stuff can be reversed as well. A hundred percent. The mind and body's designed to heal. What's interfering with it healing is a lot of those old events and experiences which continue to keep you in a fight or flight stage. As long as you're in a fight or flight stage, you're not getting a lot of maintenance done. So I know a lot of people that I've tuned into today's episode are going to be thinking to themselves, okay, this is really interesting. I can resonate with this. There's some stuff that I would love to sort of be able to refile, so to speak. Mm -hmm. What do they need to do? Um, they can contact us. We have, uh, if you go to, we have a special, I think for your listeners, it's get G E T tip T I P P. The name of our program is tip, uh, get tip.com. And then I think there's a, uh, special link. Yeah. It's a special link. It's basically slash transition, which I'll put transition, into the right. show yep. notes. So we'll put so, a clickable link in the show notes so that people can actually click into it. Yeah, so gettip.com slash transition. And I think there's a special discount to anybody who's listening. Yeah, I think you've got you've offered 15% off, which I think is very generous. Yep. So really, they just need to go there, go to your website, and really have a look at perhaps how your program can help them transition from where they are now, get yes. rid of those stuck points, get rid of those bad scripts, and be able to move forward. And, and here's what's interesting is a lot of people think, Oh, that guy's doing really well. The, the guy who was in here yesterday, you know, he's making a couple million dollars a year, right? Very successful guy, but struggling. He's not enjoying it because he's in this constant stress. And so that we can fix. Brilliant. Because not very often people go onto Facebook, take a picture of them having champagne on the yacht and says, I'm stressed. Right. It's true though, isn't it? I mean, so people are scientists sort or of get sucked into this very unhelpful fake universe where yes. they make their own assumptions that everything is rosy when really a lot of people are not in their best place. And you see it all the time. Like if you had met my wife, she was high performing. She didn't look like she, there was nothing, there was anything wrong, but I saw all, all the struggle that she dealt with. And, you know, I would say something like, 
no, I don't like that. She could tear up and start to cry. And I'd go, what's wrong? And she'd go, you're getting upset with me. And I'm like, no, I'm not. She'd go, yes, you are. I heard the way you said that sound like you're getting upset. As a child, she had learned to listen very carefully to the way her father spoke. So if I had a little bit of tension in my voice from something earlier in the day, I couldn't hear it. You could have paid me. I couldn't have heard it. But to her, I was yelling. And so that would activate her nervous system. That's not how we're meant to live. Yeah, from what you're saying, parents have got a lot to answer for. <laughs> I, I'm actually writing my third book. It's really my wife and I together. I mean, we didn't get it right either. So we did it pretty good. But after developing this program, I would have made some of these changes. So we want to share those things on how powerful our language and what we do and say to our children are. Because it can make the difference between them having health issues later in life. I was fortunate. I grew up in this idyllic childhood with parents that never yelled, never raised their voice. I mean, it was pretty amazing childhood. I've been healthy my entire life. I've never had any issues. That's interesting. Yeah. So for our audience today, what parting words of wisdom would you give them? What I say to everybody as soon as they sit down with me is there's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with your mind. Your mind works perfectly fine. However, events and experiences throughout your life are interfering with you reaching your highest level of performance. You have another gear. We all do. In order to get to that gear, you have to get out anything that's interfering with you reaching that next level. Brilliant. Thank you. So the link's in the show notes. So head over to www.gettipp.com slash transition and check it out for yourself. As Dr. Don says, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just your experiences that need to be refiled. And if anything else has resonated with you today and you want to get in touch, head over to booker.com and get in touch. If you've loved today's episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could like it, subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and share it to, for other people so that they can benefit from today's episode. And most importantly, remember, failing to learn is learning to fail. Please stay safe. And Dr. Don, thank you very much. Thank you, Peter. I enjoyed it.